But we brag in the name of our Lord. Listen. We do not win because we deserve to win. Listen. We are not winning because we are perfect. We are not winning because we have done something special. We are winning because of who born us. I, do, do you understand what I'm talking about tonight? Listen. I don't care what January looks like. I don't care what February gave to you. There are many battles in the world. See, you can win the first half. It doesn't mean you have been the match. It is he that wins the last that wins the best. We are not just winning. We will win at the crucial time. That's when they praise the enemy so much. When I thought all hope was lost, when I thought everything has gone, when I thought there is nothing more that you can achieve, then the world who upon you will now say, I am the alpha and the end. I am the beginning. I am the omega. If you are a winner in the house tonight, don't keep your voice. Rejoice and brag in the name of your God. Can you give a shout of praise? Can I stand your faith up tonight? In the battle of life, everybody has their chance to prove themselves. Goliath had a chance to scare David. And he said, I will give your heads to the fowls of the earth. And he, he messed all himself up. In fact, he came with his own God. But when David showed up, he said, I, I have not come to you in Bethsaida. I've come to this battle in the name of the Lord. See, there are some of you, they thought you were down, but they didn't know you were not casting. Your rising is not because of you. It is not you that will rise again. Listen, because you will step out of this battle, the one that calls himself the mighty man of the battle is about to step in. And trust me, this man does not work with time. He doesn't work with calendar. So he can destroy, he can decide to finish everything in one hour. Oh, you don't understand. There is somebody here tonight, listen. Uh, Listen, listen, listen. There is somebody here tonight. I'm asked to tell you that your suffering of many years, they are going to add it up together and pay you in the divine way. It will not only solve the problem, you will forget completely that you ever had that problem. I don't know who I'm talking to. Quickly. See, you know, when you have bruises or injuries, you know, there's a way it brings scars and then it's there. But there are some kind of healing. The scar was never there before. That is how your testimony will round like. By the time this year is ending, by the time we are done with Daniel's fast, the kind of result Daniel has is not just a normal result. Hey, help me, Lord, tonight. <laughs> help me, Lord, tonight. Listen, Daniel was not just the miracle of Daniel was not just that he escaped the lion's den, that was one of the miracles. 
But how can a slave grow to be become a prime minister? Listen, he was not just appointed as a as one of those that ministers to the king alone. He was set upon province in thieves. And I said, the king also look at Daniel. He said, No, you don't deserve only to be only a province. He said, Come and be the king over this reign. From slavery to kingship. That is how God is about to take you. See, this period is prophetic. I'd like you to understand it. It's prophetic. Many things have not been working before. By the time this place is over, a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Listen. The battle you are going to, you are not the only one involved. Let me tell you who else is involved. God is involved. So, God is at stake in the game. And he won't be put to shame. Because he said, I will do it for my name's sake. So, it's not even about you. It's about the fact that it is the battle of the kingdoms. And God is at stake in it. So, relax. Relax. The joker is about to come. The joker is about to come. And when it happens, everybody will just have something like this. Said the king has arise. Lift your hands and worship for the last time. Say, we give you glory, Father. We're not in the house. Yeah. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah to you. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Can you greet a winner by your side? Address them as their winning. Greet one good winner. Say another one. Greet another person. One winner by your side. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church tonight? You didn't answer me. Are you happy to be in church tonight? People that didn't know when you started this fast, they will know when is the result is coming. You know, you didn't believe me. Uh, People that didn't know when this first started with you. They didn't see when you are floating now. How many of you are floating? One of our ministers on the, on the, on the island yesterday, he was in charge. I was praying my spirit to him. I said, don't jump. That's one of the concepts I'm staying down here. So that everything up on the floor. <laughs> Did you catch that one? So everything that happened here is on the floor. I can easily stand. You think I'm leaning down. But if it happens from that place, it's not a good testimony. <laughs> Praise God. I thought I knew how to fast until they brought Daniel fast. I've declared state of emergency for all animals available in this town after 27th. They are all in trouble, Pastor B. <laughs> I told them in church of history, I said, evil cockroach, we're not going to eat it, but we'll kill it. Anybody, any animal. <laughs> out of anger once, you see, once I see you, you are in trouble if you have dog, keep your dog <laughs> anything happen <laughs> uh, one of my told me he said, he said we are going to, on the stage he said, when he's doing prayer opportunity you will be holding Toki by this hand <laughs> uh, but are you enjoying the fast so far? The fe- after the first week of the fast, I look at my wife. I say, you are getting fatter. Are you- is the prophecy coming soon to your life? 
<laughs> That's what the plan. The plan is not for you to get fatter. I was hoping it would help me to, to lose weight. Praise God. And if you're not be part of the fast season, it's a, it's a very good time to still join. Please. So that when we are giving testimony, you won't be angry. It's a good time to join the fast. You won't die. Daniel did not propose in his heart to die. It was not just to defile himself, but he survived. Praise God. And it's still very interesting to know that after this time now, we can't eat again. So I have to conserve my energy. You won't blame me today. You will not see me run around or shout the way I normally do. It's not my fault. Because by now, we can't eat. They have closed the window. <laughs> so this is more what I get. <laughs> my brother, if you can appreciate it, it is well with you. <laughs> Praise God. But what is eminent that God has promised is that the kind of result Daniel has is what will be our portion. If you can believe that, can you say louder, amen? amen. So all through this period, Pastor K said um, that we are going to be looking at um, Daniel's exploits, Daniel's um, results. Beautiful. Beautiful. And then last week, I don't know if you mentioned it here, it was about how much Daniel knew God. And that stood for him a great deal. Daniel knew who his God was. But the Lord gave me a joker when I was studying this Daniel's guy. For the first time, I'm happy to be Daniel. Not the first time, but consciously, I'm happy that my name is Daniel too. Yes. I said, this guy is someone that you can bear their name. His name is a good precedence. And God told me, he said, there is something Daniel did that made him an extraordinary human being. I know, I, in fact, I even love the way Minister Kingsley built up the church when he was talking and he was introducing that. He said, Daniel didn't even call God to the institution. God just called himself. But when I read that place clearly, I discovered that there are certain behavior that attracts God, even if you don't call him to a situation. So tonight, I want to unveil one particular secret weapon of Daniel that made him succeed exceptionally. I won't go back to the story again. If you are part of this fast, you should have read Daniel, like at least Daniel chapter 1. Do you agree? Yeah, there, yes, it's very low. When you, are, when you are in this kind of meeting and the devotionals are consistently given out, please take time to go through it and study those scriptures. It's to help you. Those devotionals, if you don't receive devotionals, let me see your hand. If you don't get it, if you don't get the devotional, can I see your hand? If you don't get the devotional daily, let me see your hand. Everybody gets it. Everybody. Let me see again. If you don't get it. Hallelujah. Wow. Wow. Are, are you new in church? Are you, are you new in church? Are you new in church? You are new, pretty new. I'm sure some people will look at you and they will do something after that. You're supposed to, we're supposed to connect with that devotional. Pray around it. Study it. That's why they gave it to us. It's not just for fun. Alright? So, as I was saying, there was something that Daniel did. Because, honestly, I do not think that Daniel and the four Ibu guys, I mean, and the three Ibu guys, are just the only ones that were captive, that were taken away. They are not the only ones that were serving God. And to make it clearer, Daniel is not a pastor. Daniel is a government guy. Because that was one of the criteria they used to choose him. Daniel is somebody like you would have probably say maybe he's, he's in politics. He's not a pastor. So it's not as if 
he has, and they have not mentioned his name any other place in the book of the scriptures before that time. So, I would rather beg to say that Daniel, he wasn't so special like that. Not like he has, not like God called his name Daniel. I just love you with an incredible love and anywhere you go, I'll be there. I didn't see that in the Bible. Praise God. But sometimes, to copy a man's results, you need to copy his habit. So, as much as we are trying to explore Daniel's results, we must understand certain behavior that Daniel did that make him uniquely separate from other people. We have read that scripture again and again. Daniel chapter 1 verse 9. From verse 8 first. He said, But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. Daniel resolved. This looked like a personified statement. This looked like a statement that is made up out of personal decision. Am I correct, someone? Come on, talk to me. Am I correct, somebody? Now, he is not under obligation Praise God. I am not even sure that if he ate that food, maybe anything, maybe God would have been angry with him. Are we together tonight? I I need your cooperation tonight. So, he said, but Daniel, there was something to Daniel. Pastor was preaching and Pastor said, most of those foods that were eaten by by the king's portion were usually dedicated to the idols. And then Pastor B and I were discussing this in the script in, in, in the office, and then we, we, we tailor it down to the fact that it is even of high possibilities that some of this food were the food that had been clearly declared by Moses that they should not eat as Jews. You remember those scriptures? Let me not go back to them in details. So they were, they, of course, Moses told them certain things. He said, That shall not eat this, that shall not eat that. There were, they were specific things that they had told them in, as, when they were in the nation that they should not eat. So it's a complete Jew. So I personally assume. That the food served from the king could have been some of those food. Now, look at it. These guys had been carried away in captivity. So, they are no longer bound to the boundaries of what they have been told at that time. They are no longer, they are the messes of their their masters now. Are you with me tonight? They are the messes of their masters. So, they are no longer under obligation. And I'm sure probably God will understand if they have to eat the kings, if they have to eat what's dedicated to the idols at that time, because it is not about them anymore. They can even be killed. But there was a faithfulness in Daniel. Daniel sees faithfulness as not when it is convenient, but it is compulsory. There was a faithfulness that made Daniel perform beyond just being bound by the four walls of Jew, of Israel. He knows, look, God may not be here physically. We may not in our geopolitical zones where we have been gathered together. But he said, look, wherever I am, it doesn't matter. I'm a Jew. And the faithfulness is what counts. Brethren, one of Daniel's key strengths was faithfulness. One of Daniel's key strengths was faithfulness. When God began to break down what faithfulness is to me, 
I didn't know faithfulness was so strong and required a leadership, a lifestyle. I didn't know. I saw another picture to faithfulness that scared me. Can you bring the definition of, I mean, I mean, um, faithfulness by Wikipedia? There is a little bit of extension of faithfulness from loyalty, sir. Loyalty is good, but faithfulness is better. I'm coming there soon. Look at it here. This is Wikipedia. Faithfulness is the concept on failing reminder of loyalty. Can you say that? Loyalty is one of the byproducts of faithfulness. They said faithfulness is the concept of unfailing remind, I mean, remaining loyal to someone or something and putting that loyalty into consistent practice. Most people's loyalty stops at time. Faithfulness is loyalty plus continuation and consistency. If I'm loyal to you today, sir, at tomorrow I'm not loyal. That is not faithfulness. Loyalty is good, but faithfulness is better. Do you know why? Faithfulness is consistent loyalty, whether the time is right or not. Look at this here. He said, um, okay, practicing regardless of what these extenuating circumstances. I have to do something about this extenuating. It's not good for the science students. It's only the art student and commercial student that will know this thing. <laughs> What's estimating, please? Say again. No matter how dire, Abby. No matter how dire the situation. Oh boy. <laughs> she was, she's just taking me for more complexity. <laughs> I said, I don't understand estimating. You're saying no matter how dire. Are you trying to help my life? Are <laughs> you trying to make it more, more harder for me? But we can tell from the constitutional value of, I mean, of use of this word that in any extreme, that is why they can regard it as faithful. You can be loyal when sometimes come and say, oh boy, help, help those who help themselves. Matthew 10, 22. Many Christians are faithful until extenuating situation. They can be faithful. They can be, we are loyal. They said it is towards a commitment or a belief. I give my life to Christ. You are the Lord of my life. I am loyal to the word of God. You are the Lord and the salvation of my soul. Sir, when there is no money to pay school fees. Or when there is no... Um, when the situation is looking too tough. This was an exit. I am ne- yet to see any extenuating situation that can be worse than being a slave, sir. I like the way Minister Kessler put it. He said, if you were bought as a slave, you, at least you have value. They, this one, they were apprehended against their will, and they are subjected. And now you want to be faithful to that same God? Being loyal is one thing. The continuation of loyalty is the faithfulness. And that is where the problem is. How many people can stay faithful to a cause they believe? It was in my study I discovered that loyalty is not in the nature of God, but faithfulness is it. 
Are you hearing me tonight? I just realized that one of the characteristics of God is faithfulness. Hebrews 10, 23. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 19. First John 1, 9. I didn't know. I looked at all the characteristics of the Bible. Of, of the Bible. I didn't see loyalty there. Because they know the loyalty can be part-time. If I'm loyal to you today, tomorrow I can change. Hebrews 10, 11, Hebrews 10, 23. Bring it up. Hebrews 10, 23. Are you there? Please, DJ. See, let us hold unswavering to the hope we confess. Look at it. For he who promised is faithful. When they address God a certain name, it shows his habit. Hey, am I talking to somebody tonight? Faithfulness is one of the habits of God. It's one of the characteristics of God. First Corinthians. First Corinthians says, um, First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 19, DJ, quickly. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 19. Yeah, now, please help me. For it is written, I will destroy. Ah. It's not so. Eh? I don't even know if they have it. We have 1 John 1 9, quickly. Let's go. 1 John 1 9. 1 John 1 9. Let me know that again. Squeak, quick, peace out to Alibra, so to Okay. Look at it here. If we confess our sins, if we, see, one of the reasons why we serve God is his faithfulness. He has been God to many generations. He's been faithful to that time. So we are serving God because he's faithful to the end. That is the reason we serve God. If it was just because of loyalty, God could have been loyal to Abraham and be loyal to Jesus and say, for you guys, but he's faithful to his word. Now, let me connect it. If you have a particular character in you, do you know when you see people that behave such ways, you feel connected to them somehow? Praise God. Okay, I'm not going to put it as this. If you're outside the country, and then you're not where, you know, families and friends are, for instance, you're in the UK or US or Canada, so the three places Nigeria mentioned, somebody's catching it over there. Let it be to you according to your faith. If that is what you need for a breakthrough, receive it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, if you are in that kind of environment, and suddenly, maybe you're on the train or something, and somebody speaks your language, praise God, you are naturally warm towards the person. Praise God. Do you understand what I'm saying? The same way, when you have a brand of car to buy, or you just started, started loving a part of, I mean, a brand of car, I promised my wife to buy one of one brand of car for her. Since that day, anytime the brand of car pass, she just show me, say, say, you will start connecting to that thing, is it not? Now, one of the unique, the unique characteristics of God is faithfulness. Anytime God sees faithful people, they attract him. Am I talking, am I, am I making sense to you? And I'm going to show you from the scriptures. So, Daniel does not need to pray to call God in. He has triggered something that makes God naturally respond. 
The moment God saw faithfulness, God reacted. Now, he showed loyalty in chapter 9, in verse 9 of this scripture, by saying, look, I'm not going to deny my allegiance of eating the king's meal. I'm going to stand to what you believe. But you see, the faithfulness part of it came when he ate this thing for three years. I know many people never saw that part of the scriptures. And I'm going to prove it shortly. How about you have time here? <laughs> Praise God. Daniel stood in verse 9 of that verse 1, chapter 1. He said, I cannot, we cannot defile ourselves. That's loyalty. We are loyal to a cause. But the continuity and the consistency of that belief, of that practice, is what makes it faithful. The first 10 days that you saw in the scripture, it was a trial. It was a test ground. For the supervisor of the Enoch to be sure that if I give you three years, you will not mess up. So, after the ten days, huh, when they came out, I said, see us, we are better than these guys. Say, yeah, it's true. Carry on. So, they carry on for the next three years before they were presented to the king. That is the faithfulness part. And you said God is not going to be tricked. No wonder God showed up. His prayer were from out his... Sir, God is going to respond anytime you see faithfulness. Psalm 101 verse 6. Because faithfulness is scarce. Ah, it's not even Nigeria today. Nigeria? <laughs> From the moment people are saying they, are, they do on the stage, at the reception, they are, they are just doing Psalm 101 verse 6. Have you read it up? Say, look, this is God talking. This is, see, if people talk on behalf of God, it's different. When God himself is saying something, he's, please don't change it, don't check it. He said, my eyes will be on what? The faithful in the land that they may dwell with me. The one whose work is blameless will minister to me. God is telling you how much he respects faithful people. When God sees faithful people, he gets him aroused. God gets attracted to them. The same way some people, some men attract to some specks. Praise God. You know, there's some kind of friendship that can attract you. There's some kind of characters you see some people that, that can attract you. When you see one particular thing, you say, I'm attracted to this character. See, if you are faithful, you have no option not to get blessed. Faithfulness is so important. It's so key. David said, a faithful man who can find. Yes. He said, even a faithful, David said so, he said, a faithful man can find. Proverbs. Uh, Where's that? DJ, if you can get it for me quicker before I sit here. He said, a faithful man who can find him. Faithfulness is the key. Faithfulness is an ingredient requirement. It's, it is necessary for living. If you are going to be attracting God to the situation, faithfulness is one of the things God needs from you. Okay, thank you. Proverbs 20 verse 6. He said, most men will proclaim everyone in his own what? In his own goodness. He said, but a faithful man. It, see, unfaithfulness didn't start today. Unfaithfulness is after today. It started from the time of old. 
David himself asked. He said, a faithful man. Who can find a faithful man? Somebody that, would, that will thoroughly, in fact, I like the, I like the way another translation explained, I mean, another, another um, dictionary explained it. He said, thoroughly seeing through to a walk part-time and continuously keeping up the standard. Men of God, people of God, can I announce to you today, sir? Can I announce to you today, ma? One of the places where you can see faithful people is the kingdom of God. The place where of faithfulness is best displayed, even in marriages. Now, listen, faithfulness has to do with consistent, co- consistent doing of the right thing. Now, listen, the person you are doing it to may not be giving you back the same way. I want to strike some bad call tonight. But promise me you will report me. If you are a married woman, faithfulness is required on your part. See, you are not only unfaithful when you go out to cheat. When you fail to do your responsibility as a wife, as a husband, you are unfaithful. Because you are not keeping to the standard of what you said you would do. Most people today, sir, they only respond when their husband is good. Faithfulness is keeping up to the commitment you made to Jesus on this stage. You want to clap, clap. I call it my destiny, please. I call it my career. I won't skip it. And if you're angry, just clap like that. Oh, yes. Look, you will deserve and attract some level of blessing that you cannot expect. You're a married woman. Your husband is not in shape yet. He's not doing right yet. We know it's not easy. But faithfulness to God is what you are doing by keep doing the right thing that you have promised to do in that marriage. Continuous without waiting for expectation results. I now understand why God is attracted to faithful people. See the way Apostle Paul reacted in Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. See how Paul reacted to faithfulness. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. Can we read together? I want to go, everybody. Does this sound like faithfulness? Now, he said, and let us not be weary in well-doing. That means that sometimes you are faithful to a cause, it's not producing results. He said, don't be weary. You are faithful to a commitment. You are, you are doing it, but the result is not coming for a long time. He said, don't be with it. He said, when the right time is come for God, you will receive the reward. So, if you are married in a house tonight, and then you are a married woman, or you are a married man, and it doesn't seem as if the wife is doing the same result you are expected to do, the right word to attract God to that situation is to be faithful. The moment you stop, and start doing the reverse of it. You are now unfaithful. By default, God is happy when he sees faithful people. Say the faithful man who can find God is God is, God is, God is looking for them. I'm showing you the scripture. Say my eyes of my eyes is looking for the faithful people on the land. Job was a good example. 
Amen. Job chapter 1 verse 6, verse 8. Good news fashion. If you can have good news fashion. Job 1. Job 1. The devil brags, I mean, God brags when he sees faithful people. People who are in steady allegiance to a faith or commitment. Ask yourself, from the day you said you give your life to Christ, how many faithful stand have you taken for God? Daniel was caught in Babylon. He was caught where that even if they decide not, even if they decide to denounce God, nobody will know. But he said faithfulness is a requirement. Um, okay, this is God talking. And he said, did you notice my servant who? The Lord asked. There is no one on earth as faithful and good as he is. That means God even judged faithfulness. He's <laughs> one of the most... See, God loves faithful people that he carries them on his head everywhere he's going. He called the, he, I can imagine the, the mood God was. So all the things that Job was doing is faithfulness. God was counting it. He looked at um, David, I mean, at, at um, devil. He said, come, I have not seen anyone. That means there have been people that are faithful to a level. God said, they are not as faithful as this guy, Job. God is proud. And you say God will not step into Daniel's situation. Look, if you need an automatic introduction of God in your life, stay faithful to him. By himself, he will come. You say, this is one of the things that attracts me. Faithfulness. And quickly, let me tell you some basic benefit of faithfulness. Number one, I told you that faithfulness attracts God and it brings blessing upon your part. I've read Proverbs 20, verse 6. Proverbs 26. Proverbs 26. We're ready, Abby? Okay, great. Now, um, one of other things that faithfulness also drew is that faithfulness qualifies you for more. If you're at one level of blessing, faithfulness is the key requirement. I know we have been taught that giving is the, is, is the key that opens door for unlimited breakthroughs. Very correct. But from the scripture, I saw that faithfulness is one of the things that open you to unlimited access of God's blessings. Faithfulness at work. Faithfulness to a commitment. Faithfulness to your decisions. coming to church all through this year, the answer has not come. Look, the faithfulness that you keep at it is what God is looking for. Faithfulness in finances. Faithfulness in relationship. Matthew 25 verse 23. Faithfulness. It was accepted that who can see a faithful man? This days, in this generation, you want someone that's faithful? Matthew 25, verse 23. Quickly. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and what? Oh, you're not answering me. Good and what? Thou hast been faithful over what? I 
will make you a ruler over what? Many people will never see the rulership over many things because they are not faithful. If you like, anoint your head, anoint your leg, anoint everything about you. God knows I can give you these ones. Said, you'll be faithful for small one. We will now release you into the bigger one. Verse 12 of that scripture. I mean, verse 24. I mean, verse 24. Is there anything there? Um, no, no, no. This is not what I'm going to. He said, look. He said, I know that you have proved to be faithful over small things. I will now release bigger things to you. Now, the highest peak of Daniel's miracle came in Daniel chapter 6. DJ, let's go back. Let's go to Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. Start from verse 4. Okay, let's take it for verse 3 now. DJ, Daniel 6, 3. Uh, why are we so slow today? What's going on? Okay, now, are we following, guys? Please, are you following? If somebody is sleeping beside you, give them shiko, holy one. Let it not be too much. Just small one. Sometimes fasting can make you sleep in the middle of, in the middle of it. And Daniel, okay, then, this Daniel was preferred above the president and the princess. Because an excellent spirit was found in him. Now, you would think that it was the excellent spirit that qualified Daniel. Because they said the king found him preferred above all other presidents. Now, from the word president and princess, that means that they were ruling over kingdoms. They were ruling over many, I mean, many um, provinces. You understand? Now, go to verse, um, verse 4. Okay, okay, no, 3. It said, okay, in him. And the king thought to set him over. I guess what I'm saying now. So that means that he now, he was so good, he was so great, that the king said, look, I cannot be allowing you to manage provinces and the kingdoms. Mm-mm. You are too good. I need you to manage more. Come and be the whole king over all the realms. Verse 4, DJ. Verse 4, verse 4. Okay, look at it here. Then the presidents and the princes thought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could not find none occasion, no fault, for as much as what? Ay, 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 ay. So, what really set him abase? I mean, I mean, um, above. What really set him above was not that he was just excellent. Because some people are excellent, they are not faithful. That means in everything he did, at that time, the excellence was seen. But the faithfulness was of no, it was second to none. Can they say the same thing of you in the office? Every CEO will gladly pay anyone that is faithful. Can they say the same thing of you? Where they have placed you to work for a while, can they say the same thing of you? The small department they give to you, manager in this church, are thou faithful in it? Our time, most times, here as Christians, is that 
We serve inconvenience. We don't serve out of faithfulness. Said Daniel. Said it was when the excellent spirit was perceived faithfully. The king said, No, I want you to come and be the, the king over all the realms. I prophesied to somebody here tonight. The kind of anointing that brings somebody to become the realm over everything. It will come upon you in the name of Jesus. You know, in different fields, there are some names that are the definition of such fields. Praise God. You know, I don't know how people discover it later. It was later in my life when I was married. I discovered that it is not all, it is not called uh, Maggie. It is called Cisna. Cisne. As far as I know this. When they send you a message, what they will tell you is go and buy Maggie. Whether it is no cube, eh? Or Royco, or Ajinomoto, <laughs> that will bleach your kid. <laughs> Amen. Uh, hope that place is not recorded. <laughs> That's the name that defines everything. Maggie is Maggie. They will not tell you the type. Come, go and buy my gift for me. Buy no cube. It was when the rest of the people saw that, oh boy, we're not going to survive in this kingdom. <laughs> or they asked to go and buy Omo. So you now ask, which type? <laughs> eh? Praise God. Say, go and buy Omo for me. You now say, which one? Is it area or clean? Because the general name is Homo. <laughs> I prophesy to somebody here tonight. Your name will become the definition of the kingdom that you belong. The same way they use particular commodity to describe some people. To describe some destiny. That is the way they will use you to describe the blood you belong in the name of Jesus. I don't know who I'm speaking to. But that's straight from heaven. Or they actually go and buy Coke. Everything is Coke. And I ask, is it Pepsi or Minda or Coke itself? <laughs> uh. One thing is required. Do you know, sir, that in leadership, Apostle Paul said faithfulness is required in stewardship. Nobody will give you promotion until you are faithful. It doesn't come from God. He said in leadership, in stewardship, oh, Said faithfulness is required. Some people are church members, but you know you can't give them you can't give them a stale to sew your cloth. I thought I'm gonna die some serious court here tonight. And they are praying they're doing this Daniel fast. You are only looking for more tail, more clothes to detain in your prison. I don't know why tailors are like that anyway in the world. But your home will be different. Sometimes when you give them clothes, don't expect it until your education is over. There was a tailor my wife gave me, my sister gave clothes. After the event, she brought another clothing. <laughs> ha. Faithfulness is required. 
at work, when you tell people, give them a deadline, you cut it up. That is faithfulness. God won't bless you. He doesn't want to punish more people. He doesn't want to bless more people. Amen. Faithfulness. So, when Daniel was faithful, the king found pressure in him. He was diligently doing everything he needed to do. He was consistent with it. Daniel was very diligent. He has the spirit of excellence, but he was faithful. Now, his faithfulness first was to God before he came to people. Now, when you are faithful to God, you will keep the ordinance of God. Then it will now make you prosper in the works you do for people. If faithfulness is your watchword, you cannot be in the government and be embezzling money. You can't be whole to bribe. It's against your faith. Don't stand for integrity. We are praying that someday God will give us leaders after his heart. What we are actually looking for is a faithful man. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Somebody is faithfulness and loyalty is first to God. Somebody that won't look at it that this is disposed to me. I can eat out of it. As I run up tonight, the last thing God showed me about faithfulness is that faithfulness creates a defense for you. Faithfulness is a defense. Faithfulness is a defense. In that same scripture that we read, Daniel chapter 6, that's verse uh, 4. Daniel chapter 6, verse 4. Did you quickly bring it back? He said, Then the presidents and the princes sought to find occasion against Daniel. They thought he was one of those that would have stolen from the kingdom or, or hide things or do something malpractice. They said, Where is it now? They said, What? But they could find none occasion or fault. They were looking for circumstances, situations, times where he messed up. They couldn't see any. Say, for as much as he was a faithful man, neither was there an error. That alone was a defense for him. Is that scripture familiar? Is that that thing that happened? Is it familiar to you somewhere? Is it familiar to you somewhere? That they searched for something. They didn't see it in him. That was exactly what they did for Jesus. The Bible says in the book of um, John chapter 14 verse 31. He said, the king of this world, the priest of this world had come to me and has found nothing. See, when you are faithful, you have created a defense for yourself that when people plot coup against you, it is God that come to defend you. They will come. The first thing I want to search for. The, oh, the Bible said the devil is an accuser of brethren. I, I want to get tonight. Bible says, devil is an accuser of brethren. What do you think he's accusing you for? It's the things you have not done right. It's the areas where you are faithful. He tied it with Jesus. It is the same spirit that resonated here in Daniel. He tied it with Jesus. He said, the prince of this world has come to me, but he found nothing in me. There was no guilt in my hand. I'm a faithful man to the law of what I believe. I stand in total allegiance of God. He said, the prince of this world has come to me, I found nothing in me. Are you sure that if the devil set up a panel against you, you can survive it? See, taking you to the top is not a problem for God. Is that, can you sustain it? 
making you the kingdom ruler of many provinces is not a problem for God. Are you faithful enough that you won't mess up the name of the Lord? When they set panel against you, can you be sound and be found faithful? Faithfulness became a defense for Job. The devil tried Job. He took away the head. God said, look, let's, let's, let's perform the experiment. This guy has been faithful. He will still be faithful. And David said, let's try him. We, of course, we have, we have tried the panel of men. We can't see. But let's do another one. And yet, Job was found faithful. God is asking tonight, is there any faithful person in the house? See, I want to release the true riches of the kingdom to some people. But can my people be faithful? Faithful with money? Faithful in their relationship such as marriage? As a man, if you are still sleeping outside, you are in trouble. You can't cheat your wife and escape. And if you are dating somebody, as a sister, please, let me save someone. And you are seeing coded texts that you don't understand. Please, that is, your, that is a sign of unfaithfulness. Your marriage will not attract God's attention. Two unfaithful people marrying together will destroy themselves. When we were younger, when I grew in my mother's church, their pastors told us of stories that in those days, companies and banks used to write letters to churches to give them personnel. Mama, mama is shaking head, so that means she knows. He said, Ali. And one of the things they will put in letter that please give us one of your faithful men. Can they write such things today? I had a case on the island yesterday. To do guarantor for somebody in church can land you in jail. Am I joking? Am I lying? When they come to meet you as a pastor, or as a minister, come and be a guarantor. You first pray to the Lord God, have mercy. Can we boast of faithful Christians? Why do we call ourselves Christians and we are not faithful to what we confess? It's a certain story. No wonder God seems not to be available in us. And God is saying, look, I'm here. Most of the people we claim their testimony, they are faithful people. You are not married, you are sleeping together, having sex. You are faithful. You are cheating yourself big time. Two of you, you are conniving to cheat. In agreement. People do pray of agreement. You are doing sin of agreement. And guess what? When you marry that guy, you want him to be faithful to you. But you see, he was unfaithful to God and you didn't feel bad. Mm. Mm. You were okay. Sir, Pastor, let me tell you. I thought I want to die some call here tonight. Please don't report me to Pastor M, please. If you report me, I'll defend myself. Most of the women here, 
they would rather their husband be good to them and don't come to church. The reason why many of them complain to you about their husband is because they would rather they just want him insane for themselves. Not necessarily for God. If not, ask them how many times does your husband come to church and they are not saying anything about it. When you come for meetings. Check yourself. If he's faithful to God, you, it is a normal, by default, you are pass. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Oh, you don't agree with me? Don't be offended. If he's faithful to God, when he decided not to pay his tithes and give offering, you coded it. So he's coding side chicks from you now you're hungry. He was unfaithful to God. You didn't see anything. When he abused all the pastors and all the ministers and everybody, you joined him to agree. Now he's abusing you. You are shouting. You struck the first chord, sir. Ma. Married men in the house, your husband will come to you back if you give it to God in givings. Put him on the sacrifice of God, of the table for God. Let him live his life, not to please you first. Let him please God. If he please God, he will please you. If you're not married here tonight and you are planning to marry somebody and the guy doesn't come to church, he don't all fellowship. They are doing single fellowship, he's not there. Join the department, he's not there. Give, he doesn't give. And they ask you, is husband born again? He said, yes, he said so. I hear all kinds of things, though. I hear all kinds of things, though. He's not faithful with God. He's not faithful with the small he's given. And you are expecting him to get more. The Bible says, who will give it to him? If he's not faithful to God. See, one of the requirements you can back on is that when a man is faithful to God, he will be faithful to you. If he, does not, if he does not fear and be faithful to the God he doesn't see, is it you? Mm. God is calling for something tonight. He's ready to transform the world with believers. To put people on the head of industries. God is ready to transform marriages, but he's asking, can I get faithful people in a house? Look, faithfulness is not what they make you do. Faithfulness is what you propose in your heart like Daniel did. Daniel proposed to be faithful. It was a personal decision. If you would decide tonight to be personally faithful to God, God will honor you and he will put you on pedestal of generations to come. Have you been blessed tonight? Can we rise up on our feet, everybody, tonight?